I'm Jeff Wright, and welcome to the Blame to Fame podcast. As an entrepreneur, I have not only built an extremely successful business from scratch, but also employed thousands of men and women and helped them on their path to financial freedom. One of the most common themes for me and everyone else who has succeeded is that we never blame anyone and are aware that our success or failures fall solely on our shoulders. It was not until I hit rock bottom that I realized that only I alone could change my future. And on my podcast, you're going to hear the stories of successful folks who have gone from blame to fame in their own lives. I look forward to sharing my journey and great guests that will educate you about their path to success. Please join me each week on the Blame to Fame podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Blame to Fame. I'm Jeff Wright coming at you from Tampa, Florida. And today I want to talk to you about sales. Yes, sales. Every person is in sales, whether they know it or not. If you're my four-year-old grandson who's begging for an ice cream, he's selling. If you're, if you're in a hospital after you've been in a car wreck and you're screaming in pain and you want morphine, you're selling. Anything, anything that you want in life, anything you need in life, you have to sell somebody on the notion that you need it and you got to have it. And the thing about sales and the sales trainings that have gone on throughout the years and years and years and years, and I was even trained this way is to always have the customer say yes. Get as many yeses as you can. Say yes, say yes. Beat the hell out of them until you get yeses out of them. I got to tell you, this is not the way to do it. And why is that? When someone asks you a question to get you to say yes, you often feel a lot of pressure. You almost feel obligated to say yes. It, it's like if you're, if you're looking at a new car and the car salesman walks up to you and, say, and says something like, is there something that we can do business? Uh, is, is there something that I can do today to earn your business? Or if, if I can meet your price, can we do business today? It's a high pressure tactic and a lot of people don't like it because they feel the pressure to say yes. Uh, every, every time you, you say yes, you, you feel almost like you're obligated to do it. You feel like you're saying yes, even though you really don't want to. What you really want to do is say no. Almost any time someone asks you a question and you say yes, you want to say no. But either you can't do it, you don't want to hurt their feelings, you don't want to look stupid, or, uh, you know, for any number of reasons. So knowing that, knowing that it's, it's making someone feel pressure to say yes, knowing that it's making them feel obligated in some way, why not try to ask them questions to get them to say no? No is certainty. Nobody has any problem saying no. Everyone likes the opportunity to say no. Would you like to buy this? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Or would you like to buy this? No. That's what everybody wants to say. So the way that you get people to say no is to ask them. You, you can ask almost any question and, uh, and rephrase that question to get a no answer. And the more times you have them say no, the more certainty they're going to have, the more comfortable they're going to be. And quite frankly, the more they're going to trust you. This painting behind me, do you like it? Well, yeah. Uh, or I could say, well, does this painting look so bad behind me of Willy Wonka hanging on the wall? No, doesn't look so bad. Um, but you want to try this out with, uh, with the people out, uh, the people that you deal with and get practice in before you start using it on your customers. And the way you do that is, is you, you can do this in, in any sort of ways. Let's say you go to the coffee shop, you go to Starbucks and you want to, you, you, you find out that you, that, that you ordered the wrong thing and you want to get something with, with almond milk. Instead of saying, Hey, can I get almond milk with that? They're going to like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do it. Or instead try asking them, Hey, would it be any trouble to put all, almond milk in there? They're going to say, no, no, it's no trouble at all. And I think what you're going to find is that when you're in your day-to-day -day life interacting with people, when you ask them questions that is going to say that that's going to get them to say no, or is giving them the opportunity to say no, you're going to find your life is going to be a hell of a lot easier. If I go to Home Depot and look for something, I find somebody and I'll say, hey, I'm sorry to bother you. Would it be any trouble to, to tell me where I could find, you know, a Phillips head screwdriver? No, no, it's right over here. But if you go up to them and these people have people bugging the shit out of them every day, they walk up to them and say, hey, uh, could you tell me where the screwdrivers are? Now, now first of all, too, when you, when you go to Home Depot, or when you go to any store and you're going to interact with somebody, and this is really great practice for dealing with, with, with your customers, dealing with your spouse, dealing with almost anything, is, is to always greet them first, always. Because uh, a friend of mine up in D.C. was telling me that he had gone to, uh, to Lowe's and found that the that the worker was very rude to him because he just walked up to the guy and say, said, Hey, can you tell me where these light bulbs are? And you know, this guy has people talk, has people saying that to him all day, gets a little annoying. It might be his job, but the man has feelings. So it, it, it's, it's, it's going to get, it's going to get next to next to anyone to have that all day long. I told him, you know, instead, walk up to the guy and say, hey, how you doing? Nobody asks the guy how he's doing. They just want something. Just ask, hey, how you doing? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Hey, would it be any trouble to direct me over to where these light bulbs are? And the guy will say, no, no, no trouble at all. Or you can even pick up on the mood that these people have. Now, I've got this great gift of being able to read people. So 
one time I went to my local Ace Hardware store and walked up to this guy and he just looked really grumpy, looked like he was having a bad day. And I just walked up to him and I said, uh, hey, man, looks like you're having a great day today. And he just looked at me and kind of smirked and said, what can I do for you? Hey, would it be any trouble to, to tell me where I can find these different screws or where I could find this, this rope or whatever? He says, no, man, come over here and I'll, I'll help you. So when you practice with these people, practice with the people that you interact with every day, people in restaurants, people at the grocery store, people at the hardware store, you know, everyone that you deal with, work in the practice of having them say no. If you go to a restaurant and you want to, you need some ketchup for your fries, ask the lady, hey, would it be any trouble for you to bring me some ketchup? They'll say, no, of course not. And they'll go get it. But if you just bark at the poor lady, like everybody else does, and said, hey, bring me some ketchup. Okay. You know, not only, not only uh, is she going to bring you some ketchup and, and not be happy about it, but God knows if you order dessert, if she's going to spit in it or not. So the more courteous you are with people that you deal with, not only is it going to get you better service, not only are you going to have a better experience and perhaps even give them a better day to, to, to think about or, or, or whatever, a, a better experience dealing with you. you, you could be the one break that these poor people get all day long. But not only, not only is, is all that going to help them, at the end of the day, it's going to help you. And these kind of skills are, uh, if you interact with people like this on a daily basis, this is going to help you become a better negotiator. It's going to help you become a better salesman. It's going to help you become a better partner. It, it, overall, it's going to help you become a better person. So have people say no to you as much as you can. And when you're dealing with people, like I go to networking events a lot. And the one thing I find out, the one thing that always puzzles me about going to networking events. I, I go to networking events for my, uh, for me, I go to even more networking event events for my wife. And the one thing that I notice at these networking events, people go and they, uh, uh, you know, they, they want to network with people. They want to meet people, but they're all just kind of standing around, not talking to anybody. They're, they're almost scared to say something to someone. And when, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like going to a, a high school dance. You know, I'd see back when I was in high school, all the guys would be just standing, you know, next to the wall, look, you know, talking about how pretty this girl was or that girl was, but none of them ever had the balls to go up and say something to the girl. None of them, none of them had the, the, the guts just to walk up and, and ask the young lady to dance. And, and a lot of times I would do it and they would say, well, Hey, how did you get her to dance? I said, I just asked her. You can't get anything if you don't ask. When you go to networking events, which I would highly encourage you to do, when you, when you go to these things, walk up to people and just say your name. 
and get their name. Now, one of the one of the biggest things you can do, one of the best things you can do is try to learn to remember people's names immediately. And what I mean by that is if I walk up to Willy Wonka back here and I say, hey, I'm Jeff, how you doing? And the guy say, hey, I'm Willie. Nice to see you. Willie, what, what brings you here today? So you want to constantly use his or her name. Everybody likes to hear their name. Everybody likes to hear, hear something. And when you, when you talk to people, everybody at these networking events are going to ask you, what do you do? And a lot of times I will ask people, Willie, what do you do for a living? Or what is it that you do? And Willie is going to tell me that he's either a lawyer or a plastic surgeon or tell me that he's an accountant or whatever. People give you, people always give me their titles, but people never tell me what it is that they do. So when people ask me what I do, now one of the businesses I have, my primary business is insurance. So if I were to tell people that I was in the insurance business, oh my God, the, the can of worms, that opens up. They're going to ask me what kind of insurance and what company I'm with. And they're going to ask me all these questions and, and ask me about all this stuff. They're going to tell me, well, they know 50 other people that are, that are in the insurance business that they know. And it's not, it's, it's, it's not going to be beneficial for me or for them. I'm going to get annoyed trying to tell them, uh, trying to answer their questions, because most of the answers that I would give to, to, give to, to their questions, they're not going to understand anyway. They're not going to understand the nuances of, of the insurance business of what I do. They're, they're just not. But the fact of the matter is that even though I own a large insurance brokerage company, I don't sell insurance. I haven't written an insurance policy in 20 years. What I do is I train my salespeople. I go out and I recruit people and turn them into successful salespeople. And so what I have told people at times is that, Jeff, what is it that you do? I take people who should be living in a homeless shelter and make them into six and seven figure annual earners. That's what I do. And when I tell them that, they want to know all about what I do. My wife, same story. My wife owns a med spa. You know, she does facials. She helps people lose weight. She helps people grow their hair. Uh, you know, she does Botox. She does the whole thing. But when people ask her what she does, she'll tell them, oh, well, one of the things I do is I help men and women lose four to six dress or pant sizes in 42 days. They're going to ask her all about what it is that she does. They're never even going to mention what they do. Who cares? They want to know how she helps men and women lose four to six uh, dress or pant sizes in 42 days, <clears throat> just like they're going to ask me, how is it that I take people who should be living in a homeless shelter and turn them into millionaires? You see what I'm saying? 
when you tell people what it is that you do, the one thing that you have to remember, when people ask you what it is that, that you do, they don't give a damn what it is that you do. They want to know what you can do for them. So tell them what you can do for them. So you've introduced yourself. You're talking to the person. You're, you're, you tell them what you do and, and you ask them what they do. And, and you're, you're in all this conversation. Every, almost every sentence that you use, you use his or her name because you, that makes you more personable. Um, and, and so you want to trade contact inf info. And this is a perfect time to have them say no. And what I mean by that, instead of saying, hey, Willie, let me get your business card. No. Hey, Willie, would it, would it be a bad idea if I gave you, if, if, uh, if, you, if I asked you to give me your business card? Oh, no. Here it is. Hey, uh, would you be against me reaching out to you next week? No. And that's the thing. If I, if I ask Willie, can I call you next week? That is going to feel like pressure. It's going to feel like I'm trying to sell Willie something. But if I ask Willie, would it be a bad idea for me to give you a call next week? Willie's almost always going to say no, because he's not going to feel the pressure for me, the pressure for me to, to, to call him for me to try to sell him something. Am I going to try to sell Willie when I call him? Of course I am. Just like Willie's going to try to sell me, but I'm always going to ask Willie to say no. So as I'm talking to him, and this is, and so once you master having the people in your regular life say no to you, just simply rephrasing your question, it's actually a lot of fun to think of, just think for a second of how you can rephrase something to have them say no, you're going to see almost immediately how much more receptive they are and, 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 what the, and, and how much of a better experience the both of you are going to have. You're, you're going to do that. So once you've gotten comfortable doing that with the people at the grocery store, the people at the restaurants, uh, the people in all your day-to-day -day life, then is the time to do it with the people that pay you the people that you work with, if you're in sales with your customers. The biggest problem that I find with my salespeople that I have is they've gone through all this trouble of setting an appointment, uh, either uh, a, a live in-person appointment or a Zoom call. They go through this whole presentation really without even asking the people what their needs are. But somehow or another, they feel like uh, they've got the, the sale uh, sewn up. So they're, they're going in to close the deal. They've gone through all this trouble. They feel like they have this person on the hook. They've gone through the trouble of, 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 of making the appointment to go to, to visit with them, either on Zoom or in person. They've spent 30 minutes, hour, hour and a half, going through all the features and all the benefits and all that good stuff. They feel like they got them on the hook. And then all of a sudden it gets awkward. And they say, Willie, 
is this something you want to do today? Or Willie, does this sound like something that you'd be interested in? And it totally kills the whole deal. It's just like a car salesman saying, does it sound like this is you're ready to do business today? Or does it sound like that, uh, that we can earn your business today? Anything like that? It just kills everything. What is wrong with having them say no? Instead of asking them, is, are you interested today? Are you ready to get started today? How, and we're, you're forcing them to say yes. And, you know, they don't want to say yes. Most of the time they're going to say, oh, I want to think about it. Instead of that, ask them, would it be a bad idea to get this started? Would you be against moving forward on this? Would it be a ridiculous idea to go ahead and move forward? Anything and everything you, to, to have them say no. Because when you ask them that, not only are they not going to feel the pressure, they're going to feel like that you understand them more. And on, on more podcasts, we're going to talk more about selling and we're going to talk more about digging into what the needs are of, of customers because most salespeople do really a bad job of discovering what the, what the needs are of, of clients, what the needs are of prospects. Um, you, should, you should be using 80% quest, questions and only making 20% statements, meaning you should keep your mouth shut and listen and really listen and empathize with them of what it is that they really want. Because a lot of times people will have needs and they just need help even figuring out that they even have a need. A lot of people need things they don't even know they have a need for. But that's for another call. But when we, when we talk about having them say no, you always want to rephrase the question to have them say no, because having them say no is going to make them feel more comfortable. It's going to make them feel more confident. And the reason why lots of people don't make buying decisions right away isn't because of money. It's because of two things. They're afraid of change and they lack the confidence to make that change. And so if you're in any kind of sales, it's your job to have that confidence for them and having that confidence for them and asking them questions that have them say no, is going to have them trust you more. It's going to make you look far more credible. You're going to make a lot more sales and you're going to make a lot more money. Thank you for joining me for this week's Blame the Fame. We're going to talk more about sales. We're going to have some really cool guests on talking about uh, just dealing with all kinds of issues in life to where we're not being victims. We're being winners. We're taking, we're taking all the hurt. We're taking all the bad feelings. We're taking all the, all the insecurities and we're burning that up as fuel to take us all to the next level. See you soon.